I remember a friend of mine, hello Alan, saying that he watched Six Underground when it came out on Netflix last year and could only get halfway through it. And I understand entirely what he means because this is so constructed that you can see the rivets gleaming in the distance. It came out last year, directed by Michael Bay, so you know there's going to be a lot of action in there. You know, you, you, you know Michael Bay, he's done the Armageddon, Pearl Harbor, you know, Transformers, big director, big set pieces. So, you know, you know what you're going to get in a way. And it's about um, six, or actually seven, but really six, because one dies early on, shady government agents. So they're not government agents. They're sort of mavericks, really. Yeah, there's, they've got to be mavericks, haven't they? Who are led by a billionaire who has created some um, magnet action and got incredibly and got an incredible amount of money. He's bankrolling them, and they have to let people know that, or, or, or die ostensibly because they surrender their names. So that's what the six, you see, there are six of them, and they're all, yeah, you, you get the idea. And what they do is they go after bad guys. Now, you know, the talk of bad guys in this movie is about a um, is about a, an oligarch in Turkmenistan who has um, who has sent his brother into exile and is now um, ruling with the military, which his brother did as well. And people are apparently starving. It's a terrible situation. And as the uh, as number one says, who runs the whole thing, guys who are really evil. Well, you know, you might say. That the America that this film birthed has no real healthcare system. You've got a, a selection of who can afford it systems. You know, you've got people, you've got an enormous amount of poverty there. So there's just two things for starters. If you're going to talk about the word in inverted commas, evil, it's where you find it, ain't it? And it's how you define it, ain't it? So don't talk about other people in other countries being having a, a having a, a repressive regime, and that is the case, of course, in other countries, when America has its fair share of problems too. But there's none of that here because this is about truth and the American way. So it was made um, for $150 million, and I suspect. Although I don't know that it didn't make its money back. It's got really bad reviews. And um, two years in the making. And what it does is it's as if someone said, well, you know, let's look at all the things that we think people, mainly I suspect male people, like in movies and stick them all together. So the kind of things you have got in this movie are car chasers. Check. Large buildings, check. Money being spent indiscriminately, check. Being in different countries for no reason, check. Having no names so they can do that kind of Reservoir Dogs, which was taken from the, from the taking of Pelham 123, lest we forget, check. 
Did I mention car chasers? Check. Killings in extraordinary ways and lots of them. Check. Free running. Oh yes, quick cutting. Jumping in timelines. Let's talk about what happened in the past. We're not going to really uh, bring it in. We're just going to do it. Big yachts. And a villain you don't really believe in. That's where we are. They used an enormous amount of places. So for instance, it looks like they're just in, I think it's Hong Kong or China. Can't really work out what, which does it matter? Just so they can have a discussion around the table while they're eating some food. You know, then they're in the United Arab, Arab Emirates. Of course they are, because they have large, shiny buildings there. Then they're on a large yacht. Of course they are. It's a suicide mission, and yet all of them survive. They do replace the, um, the oligarch with his brother, who then goes to the self-same military leaders. And, the, and at the end of it, number one, who I can tell you now is played by Ryan Reynolds. So smart mouth. But, you know, when you've got such a cheap script, it's very difficult to be sharp, to be, to be smart mouthed. You know, he manages that very well. He does that kind of light thing very well. He's sort of what the, the, the cartoons of Spider-Man used to be in the 70s before he became psychologically and emotionally involved. So, you know, he, he, at the end, sort of teases, maybe there'll be another one. I don't think there is going to be another one. And I'm not sure I would go and see it anyway. Things just don't let up. Nobody calms down, even when they've done... I mean, the, first, the thing starts with about a 20-minute car chase. And although it's really well staged, there's no emotional involvement to it. It's really well staged. That's it. People die, and I don't really care. One of their number passes away, and I'm not really bothered. Even when they are talking with each other, you know, there's so much, there's so many zingers flying back and forward, you can't really rest. This is like Quantum of Solace on speed. The only real character that you feel any kind of emotional attachment to is Corey Hawkins, who is who comes in late, he's brought in late as really six, but really seven, because one's gone, of course, who's a sniper and who has an emotional centre and is allowed to have. But there are two other members of this, um, of this group who get together while they're working on these jobs and actually fall in love. And I still don't care, because it's all smart mouth. For instance, you know, when they do some of the big heist things, oh, there's another one, heist, check. One of the characters is doing um, three, you says Javier, Manuel Garcia Rulfo, is doing, you know, um, is doing movie lines. You're talking to me? Am I funny? How am I funny? You know, I see dead people as he's shooting people. It's ever so funny. Oh, it's really good pop culture stuff, this. And will pop eat itself? Well, if it's tasty and it makes money, no one really cares, do they? Yeah, I do, actually. Main heist, and it's got some interesting moments in it. They want to break out the, um, the brother, and he is in the penthouse of a large 
I think it's United Arab Emirates, though I don't know. Looks like it is. Large building with a huge obelisk of water in there. And they are building, so there are cranes next door. So one of the, the people here is a Ben Hardy, who's playing Billy, is a, a, a free runner. Oh, and one more thing. They've got all sorts of different different accents here. So you've got English, you've got vaguely Eastern European, you've got vaguely Western European, you've got American. You know, it's all in there, you know, really. And he's a free runner. He gets onto um, one of the cranes. So, and also um, the sniper is on the other crane lying down, so we can see what's going on. And quite a lot of the um, the camera work. You know, as you're looking down and that, your stomach does leap and I'm, a, you know, I'm not great with heights and all of that. So there's that going on. So they break him out because they've got bad intel. So I think only five men are supposed to be on, but there's loads of them. They've only got 15 minutes before the police arrive. It's a really well set up situation. And in, in the end, Ben, who's the free runner, is chased and runs up the side of a building, then onto another construction building, which is hundreds of feet off the floor, miles off the ground, and we see him jumping from one to the other. That's very well done. The camera work is very well done there. You know, um, the cinematography from Bojan Bazelli is really um, is really bright and shiny, and also we go with them, so it's quite frightening. That's good. It's a lot better than the payoff, which takes place on the yacht. And uh, Ryan Reynolds won. This is like the prisoner only crap. Ryan Reynolds, who was so good with magnets, has made the yacht into a giant magnet. And they've all got plastic guns. So they can't be a giant magnet, except that one of their group clearly has got a metal gun. And she's wielding it. And she's not magnet. Oh, well, never mind. Let's just forget about that. Forget about that. Of course, they sink the yacht. All of that. Take the gentleman away. The oligarch away in a, a helicopter. We don't see what's happening. They seem to be sort of at the end of, of, of things. And then they're suddenly in the helicopter. Suddenly, there they are in the helicopter. I, I don't... How, how did they get to the... And isn't that gun made of... Me Shut up, Steve. It's just a movie. And, of course, they deposit him in the middle of everybody. And they... We do see them beating him with sticks and all of that. Right. There's your, so, there's your plot. And it's very shiny. And it looks great. And it looks like, you know, a really high-tech situation. And it's like Ocean's Eleven... You know, that kind of emotionally vapid revamp of a chummy movie to begin with. And then you've got Oceans 12 and Oceans 26 and Oceans 450.5 and all of that. Um, and Oceans, it's all right there, women, you don't need to watch it. That one. And it just looks, it's soulless. There's product placement here. You've got Red Bull at the beginning. There's Levatsa at the end. There must be more in the middle. I might have fallen asleep. Despite all the bangs and crashes, it's strangely unaffecting and ineffective. It's just an exercise in... It looks like an exercise in how much money you can spend and how much conspicuous consumption you can consume. 
and how much capitalism is just great. These are mavericks who seem like ordinary people. And there is a real sort of push to do that. They do extraordinary jobs, but they're just ordinary people, everybody. If you've got mavericks doing extraordinary jobs, I want to see them as mavericks. I do not want to see them talking about going to visit their mother, although, you know, that that's an emotional moment when number three does that. But it doesn't... It doesn't affect anything. These are just people who are, you know, laughing at danger and laughing in our faces because we are watching this. It's a two out of five. And the bangs and crashes are just sound and fury signifying nothing. This is almost as bad as Baby Driver. Ah, that was bloody bad. Ta-ta.